What is going on, you amazing soul warriors? Welcome to this Saturday Night Soul Session live with me, LC, and you. I'm grateful to be here. So just, mm, I'm ready to get into this energy with you. I'm ready to, to share with you all the things, man, all the things that are a part of creating a life you love. Now, if you follow the show very long, you know we've talked all about how to get up from your get up. But from your give up. I saw, I'm sorry, how to get up from your give up, but we haven't quite really honed in on the creating a life you love part. And that's what I want to do, man, from here on out, because we're in such a time, you know, right now where it's so easy to get bogged down in fear. And it's so easy to forget how many choices that we actually have and have the freedom to make for our lives. Because here's one thing I learned in my recovery journey. Ain't nobody coming to save me. Like ain't nobody coming to create a life that I love. That's for me to do. And there's so much power in conscious choice, in making conscious choices for ourselves and how we want to move forward in our lives. We are not bound by the limitations of identities and titles, by, by social class, by wealth or lack thereof. We're not bound by those limits, even though it feels like we are. And so I'm so grateful to be here sharing with you tonight. As you can see, we're in a new space. This space is blessed with amazing energy. That's because of the people that, that it belongs to. And they have just like created such an expansion in their own environment that I am just honored to be sitting here and broadcasting to you live from this amazing space. So the quality of our questions creates the quality of our lives. We're going to talk about that tonight, creating life through conscious choices. And we're always living in a question. Whether we realize it or not, we're always living within a question. Now, the quality of that question, like I just stated, the quality of that question is what's going to truly determine the type of life that we're living. So if we're always asking questions like, why can't I ever catch a break? Or, you know, why is recovery so hard? Why is my life so hard? Why am I always having to suffer? Well, the deal is, is when we're living within a question, because we are divine spiritual beings having this amazing human experience, we forget that we are the ones speaking out over our lives. And there's not a destination to get to. You know, there's not necessarily a place that's called healed as a whole. We can have parts of our body and parts of our lives be healed, but at the same time, we're in a constant state of growth and evolution. Like that's part of what we're doing here. If you ever notice, just to, you know, to talk about that, if you ever notice when we get stagnant in life, we kind of start to suffer or we go down here or we have this thing we like to call relapse. We, we will either move, we're always moving. We're either moving backwards or we're moving forwards. And creating a life you love is about you becoming the author of what that looks like. Because it's not going to look like anybody else's. 
We may pattern some things after people we admire. We often always subconsciously pattern things out of, of people that we don't even like. We pattern things in our life that we have been, we've grown up in. We pattern things in our life that we said we'd never do. We're, we're always in a constant state of patterning. It's okay to pattern. But what is going to be the life that you love is going to be so significant and unique to you. And I want to help you find the freedom, the freedom to create that and what it looks like for you. We can't judge our success or failure by the standards of others because they're creating the own life they love or they hate. But realize this, we're always in a state of creation. And that's what I love about my recovery journey because without the hard things that have happened in my life, without the hard, courageous things I walk through now, without all of that, I would likely not be sitting in the space where I realize the freedom and the power in which I have to create my life. Life is not happening to me, it's happening through me. And once again, the quality of what we are constantly and consistently thinking about, what we are constantly energizing with emotion, and what we are constantly speaking out of our mouth is going to determine the quality of life that we live. You know, we, we, there's, there's always talk about money because that's something universally we all understand. And the beliefs about money can constrain us into a small box called poverty. And it all becomes from our beliefs. You know, there's a, there's a book in Access Consciousness that says money's not the problem you are. And I used to think that was ridiculous. Ridiculous. What do you mean? I'm the problem. I'm doing everything I can to make more money. But every time I make more money, something comes up and takes it from me. What a damning and limiting statement that is. And yet we make it all the time. We make a statement like that all the time. And it comes with this energetic, like, oh, this feeling that then solidifies it almost as a prayer. And then the answer comes back as more of that continues to happen. What is it? Why can't I ever get this recovery thing? Like, why do I always go back to where I was? Why do I always fall back on that? Once again, there's this great deep feeling about that and it solidifies that thought as a prayer. And the answer comes back is, okay, I'm going to show you. I have no choice but to give you what it is that you're asking and believing for. And so there's this amazing thing that we can do called becoming aware of all of the places that we are living within a story that is not serving us at all in our lives. Because I want to ask you this question right now, where do you want to go? Like, what do you want your life to look like a year from now? What is it that you want to see be a part of your, of your life, of your reality, of the people around you even? What does that look like for you? How does that feel for you? 
What do you want for your recovery? What do you want for your job? What do you want for your money situation? What do you want for all of that? And I'm talking about these things because for us in the recovery community, we are called for more. We have been through some things that have really, really caused us to be courageous, even though the guys would be under addiction that we are weak and we can't handle this thing. But I would like to completely contradict that and tell you that you're a badass. You're here. You survived the way that you could. And now you're stepping into a place that, that, that takes all that courage that you don't even realize you have. And it asks it to come out front of your life and take you through this thing called recovery. Take you through this thing called healing. And that takes courage, my friends. That takes massive courage because change, though constant, sometimes sucks. It does. But what, what I've learned that we're really suffering with is a loss of identity. Who am I without these drugs? And I don't have a picture for that. And if I don't have a picture for it, then I can't visualize it and I don't see it. And that's what we struggle with the most. It's not giving up the substance. It's giving up the identity, who we are without this coping mechanism. And that's where I invite you to start creating that who you are. Because though we used to, as kids, man, we were so imaginative. We could play all day by ourselves and our, have this whole imaginary world. As we grow up and we go through things that affect us in negative ways, as we start to just become adults in life and it just seems like there's always something else to do, we start moving farther and farther away from that imagination. But that imagination is, I want to say, divine, the divinity within you. That's the beautiful core of God, regardless of your belief system or what your name for that is. That is the beautiful core of God that is within you because it allows you to imagine things for your life that can blow your mind. And there's this real internal thing that happens when we start to really open up our imagination that starts to begin to tell you, you can't do that. You can't have that. I remember when I gave my first public speech, which is far beyond anything I could ever believe that I could do. But when I gave my first public speech, it aligned with me so perfectly. I thought, oh my gosh, I really love doing this. Like I really love sharing a message with other human beings that are there ready to listen about hope and healing and, and overcoming the struggle. And I love it so much. And then all the things within me, all the stories, all the beliefs, all those crazy questions started coming up. Well, how are you going to do that? You can't remember anything. You avoided speech class in every aspect of that you could in life. I changed classes, quit school, quit changed majors in college. I did all of that stuff to avoid speech class and then ultimately quit when I realized that in order to graduate, I would have to take speech class. That's a powerful belief. But having the courage to step through that 
and find that alignment ignited all of those questions and stories. And I want to also implore you to think of those things as gifts. Think of all of the crazy questions and the negative things and the, 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 the spells we've cast within ourselves of the I can'ts and I, I, I'm, I'm not a person that can have that. All of those things we've put within ourselves. I will invite you to look in those moments when those things are coming up as gifts because they're exposing the story that is stopping you from everything you can possibly imagine. And I want to tell you, if you're new in recovery or, or whatever, if you're new in like a conscious circle or a conscious uh, a way of being, it's going to take you some practice to get that imagination open back up and back running again. But I promise you, you can do it. Hey, I want to look at a couple comments right now because I see some amazing folks in the house. Suresh, thank you. Greetings from India. Greetings to you, my friend from America. Ashley, what's up? Two years. What is possible now? John Hayes is six months, man. It has been hard and I'm so glad you're doing it, man, because I'm telling you there's something amazing for each and every one of us finding the freedom because man when you can when you can knock out an addiction in your life let me tell you there ain't much you can't knock out what's up Rhonda Alabama loves me and I love you guys too thank you so much my sister I appreciate you being here I hope that your health is well and that you are receiving amazing healing through all you've gone through and let that trickle out to your family too I love them as well what's up mama thanks for being here and watching yeah I, I'm, I'm just so grateful if there's anyone else that I haven't seen know that StreamYard only shows me so many and we're live on six platforms right now so some a lot of times I have to go back and and relook at comments, but I always try my best to respond. I don't do a whole lot on social media anymore, but this because for I started realizing that it became almost a power over my life where I, I never want to slip into the place again where I felt like I needed validation and that I could get validation from strangers. I wanted to now I, I've spent the last year and a half learning how to validate myself learning how to to love myself enough to put myself in a place of first as much as I love to take care of those around me because you know I love my family so much and in every aspect I started to realize I really wasn't doing them very much good because I wasn't taking care of myself myself so they weren't getting my best and so I've really been working hard and coming from a background like mine you know, I, I have to unpack some things. So I won't say it's been an easy journey and it's still ongoing and I'm still evolving in it. But I can say with absolute certainty that from where I started a year ago to where I am today, I, I feel so much more aligned with myself, my authenticity as a sovereign divine being versus uh, association with identity. Um, and And I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good and I'm super rested today and I'm grateful for that, you know, but you know, this is part of creating that life. This is part of taking a step back and taking the limitations off of myself, learning how to ask new questions. You know, I love a question that access consciousness has. It's almost like a mantra is what else is possible now? If you guys missed my interview with the amazing Brendan Watt last week, a week before last, it was week before last. Go back and watch that and watch the first one too, because there's a lot involved in that, in opening up the power of your choice. And the choice is what question are you going to live under? 
what question are you going to, is it going to be the why I can't? Or will the question be what else is possible now? What is possible in my life today? If I just open myself up and move out of the way to receive it, a lot of my suffering has come in when I'm trying to control situations. And you can't try to control situations without also trying to control people. And anytime I find myself in a state of control, I usually also find that suffering is going hand in hand. And when we're in a state of control where we're trying to, you know, get all the moving parts to move exactly the way that we want to, like this is my argument with a lot of the law of attraction, like teachings is in certain ways, some of those teachings fall short because they're almost putting us in this natural state that we like to take as human beings because our brain likes to do the logic of things, make everything make sense. We start trying to control all the moving thought, the, the moving parts. And we think, that if we get them all in line and we get everybody where they're supposed to be and how they're supposed to act and, you know, through, through our perception, if we get them all in that space, then my life's going to be good. And it took me a long time still learning that that's not even possible. Because if each and every, if I'm a divine sovereign being, then that means each and every person on earth is as well. And we're each here to have our own path. We're each here to learn our own lessons. And some of the stuff we'll share in common as a common collective. But most of the stuff that we're going to go really, really deep on and create through are going to be personal things to us. It just blows my mind when I see large powers and entities trying to control all the people all of the time. And it's crazy to sit in a seat where you think that's ever going to work. It's never going to work. So when we relax into our life and we, when we relax into our questions, when we relax into a state that we become aware of the life we're creating or aware that we can create our life at all, that we are the ones in the driver's seat. Each, each one of us are watching a movie of our own making and we are the actor in our story and everything that we're doing, we're writing out that character. So I beg of you, if you don't like the series of your life that you're watching, change that. And there's a wonderful question again, comes from access. Um, that's, can I change this? Like in, in these moments where you find yourself, you get into the awareness and you find yourself all pent up or you're caught up in a thought or you're caught up in this, this activity, you got to take a moment, stop and say, can I change this? Because most of the times we're wasting time and energy on things we cannot change or people we cannot change. I, I, I'll be honest, you know, I've gotten to walk the path of addiction and I have gotten to witness the path of addiction. And it is hard for people who love you to watch you just what to them, what they feel like is you're just you're just consciously making a choice to put these substances in your body. And within you, you're just looking for a way to escape what is overwhelming about your own internal 
happenings, your own reality. So uh, it's, it's, it's an escape button. And even though I had walked the path, wa- watching someone else do this, I found myself slipping into those spaces as well. Just make a different choice, make a different choice, make a different choice. But I wasn't focusing on the choices that was helpful to suggest somebody make. You know, I, I was talking about make a physical choice to not do that today. But I would also ask you to go into the source of where the willingness to to hit that escape button even comes from. You see, when I stepped back in, when I stepped into my recovery journey, because I have tried and failed at clean and sober many times throughout my life, and I knew coming in the last time that it this was a make or break situation. Either I was leaving and was going to die on the streets. Or I was going to figure out a way to change my head and my heart because I started knowing enough about me through all of those relapses, through all of those times of trying so hard. I started realizing about me that this was coming from the inside out. What used to plague me so much is I had so many questions about my life. But they were questions that kept me small. Why did I have to go through this? Why didn't, why didn't nobody show up? Or why didn't you hear me? Why didn't? It was always, and I would get stuck in with those questions would come these internal loops of memories. And I would get so caught up in these memories and energizing them with my emotions that it wouldn't take very long before I got to the place where I was going to explode and I had to hit that button. It's almost like a pause button for a minute, you know? So you hit this pause button on my suffering is what I always felt like I was doing. So I knew in that moment that if I was really ever going to make a change, then I was going to have to start dealing in those areas. And my first year came with a couple, you know, escape button. And we always make this differentiate, you know, it wasn't my drug of choice, but it didn't matter. They, it came with a couple times where I said, oh, nope, that's too much for me. And I hit it. And, you know, that's recovery time. Like that's recovery. Time constrains us, but you have to know that you're still walking on a path of recovery, especially when you just get back up and keep going. And it's real easy for you to start feeling bad about yourself and it's easy for you to do all the things, but that's just a pattern. That's a pattern that we've created because it helps us stay down. And, 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 and it, There is so much in getting back up and moving forward. But in trying to watch another person that I love in that first year of recovery, that was another thing. I was like, why is this happening to me? I'm trying so hard. Somebody so close to me, my rib, if you will, was going through their own struggle and their own relapse. And... And it was hard to watch. And the, me trying to 
control all the pieces created so much suffering and actually probably elongated that relapse. Because everything <clears throat> that we focus down on, like th that we just focus on, regardless of what it is in your life, you know, is that I don't have enough money to pay my bills. I, I relapsed last night. I'm, I'm, my recovery's done. Whatever it is, whatever we focus in on. And again, we energize with emotion. It's basically a prayer that's going out. And it will continuously come back and show you and answer that question. You ever ask yourself, uh, this is easy to do in relationships. You ever ask yourself why you keep dating the same person in just different bodies? And you ask yourself that question. And each time you ask yourself that question, you have a picture of one of these relationships and all the ways that it went wrong. And then it goes out like a prayer and comes back. New face new name, everything else the same. And you don't pick up on it soon enough. You find yourself back and you start beating yourself up. So what if we started asking more quality questions? And that's what I had to do. Like, like when I'm talking about my, my significant other having that relapse. The only way that any of that started changes and I started having to ask myself new quality questions. You know, in a, in a way that, why is this happening to me? What is this showing up for me? What is this for? Show me what this is for. How can I thrive in this situation? How can I learn? How can I grow in this situation? How amazing can my life possibly be? And let your imagination run wild. And again, watch for all the ways your body tries to constrict and contract because it's not what you're supposed to do. In order to live a new life, you've got to write a new story. And maybe first you've got to ask yourself, what is the story I'm living under now? You know, and I can't answer that for you. Only you can answer that. But I would ask you to do that. If you're new in recovery, Absolutely, Ashley. I will look into that, try to put you in touch with someone for sure. The people that know all of that stuff, it's great. Um, but if you can start to ask yourself, why is this showing up for me? How is this bettering my life? What does my ultimate awesome life look like? What do I want in a partner? What do I want in this recovery? What do I want in this job? What kind of money do I want? What kind of person do I want to be? What does freedom look like to you? And in every time that we ask a new question, be aware that the momentum of the old question is still in play. And some of those things are going to have to keep continuing to, to move until their momentum is stopped. But if you can begin to make a habit. And our whole life is, is our, our conscious lives are run by a lot of the habits that we have. We call them routines because they're habits that just become so ingrained within us 
that we feel off if they don't happen like that. But we can be, it can, it can also limit us in a lot of ways if we stay within the perimeters of only being able to experience those things. What's up, Jay? What's going on, my brother Jason Rudine? Actually, that's a good guy to ask right there. Jason Rudine, co-host extraordinaire, my brother from another mother. That's a good guy to ask that very question to, Ashley. Um, so what is it going to look like, man? Like, what, what are your new questions going to be? How are you going to become aware of the habits that are keeping you within the perimeters of, of whatever is limiting you now? How are you going to open yourself up, take your hands off the wheel, and begin to experience life? Because at the end of the day, we are here to experience life. We're not necessarily here to control it. We're here to create it and experience it. And that's not always good. And I think what we fail to realize is the bad is, is necessary for the good in order to show up because without light, how do we recognize dark and vice versa? Without good, how do we recognize bad and vice versa? So be grateful for the times. And I know a lot of you are going through a lot of struggles right now. And I want to I, I give you this hope that it's always darkest before the dawn. And while everything is being shaken up within you right now, you are to burst open into the other side, into this new stage of the experience of your life. Once again, you're going to get to create that. You're going to be the one. Oh, awesome. What's up, Joe? Ashley, I'm sorry. I forget that we're on like six different platforms right now. Um, Recovery Revolution is where you can find so many amazing people that can help you find those spaces. J.R. Weaver is an amazing plethora of that information. He knows so much about that. Jason's amazing at that. Ashley has so many resources. So if you're not already a member of Recovery Revolution, hit, head over there and make sure you get hooked up because that's a beautiful page with a lot of amazing resources. And I would say that to you too. And if that's where you're watching from... I'm doing with a new John. If you're um, six months in, if you're not hooked up with Recovery Revolution, I would urge you to go do that. Amazing content there. Beautiful, supportive people. Our podcast is coming back. We're just all, as I'm telling you, all of us have been experiencing this mass, what feels like chaos and overwhelming energy. Things are moving so fast and we're trying to run along and keep up and catch up. And a lot of old stuff, inner wounds are going to be coming up now in this time. And anything that is coming up for you in a big, big, big way, any of those intuitive nudgings Joe's talking about, mm -hmm. Praying for your dad for sure. Um, but any of those big shakeups, those intuitive things that we're feeling like we need to do, the changes we feel like we need to make, right now it's all coming in at once. 
So we're going through tragedy and triumph all at the same time. We're experiencing contrast in huge ways, you know, and, and I urge you, if you're not feeling the light right now, then again, start to look at those questions, start to look at that limiting story, start to look at the focus in which you're staying focused on, because if we only focus on everything that's going wrong, we're going to miss what's really going right. And so there is a lot of, you know, heaven and hell happening at the same time. So going through this time, I think the greatest asset for, for me, I know, is learning to relax into life, learning to trust myself that I'm asking quality questions for my life. How can I accomplish this? How can I make this the greatest day I've ever had? And you don't have to go for the answer. Don't even let your brain start trying to logic out the answer and give you the steps. That's not relaxing. That's when the control happens. Ask the question and move through your day. Try to be open to the things that come to you. So many people want to get rich and they want to win the lottery. So basically what the big call is, is I want to be financially rich. The logic says, oh, but the only way I'm ever going to be able to do that is by win the lottery. So I'm going to focus in on lottery, 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 when an opportunity may be coming here from the back to help you get to the place you want to be. But you're so focused on your control, the way you think it's got to be, that you're going to miss that. Because doors don't stay open forever. They also don't stay closed forever. So if there's a door closing on an area of your life right now, I urge you to have the courage to walk through it. Walk out of that. Let the door close. Be easy with life. It's going to affect your health. It's going to affect everything about you. It's going to affect your money. It's going to affect your relationships. It's going to affect everything. When you start to relax and remember that you're here for a divine experience. And if you're always trying to control all the pieces, then you're never going to really truly get the experience. And so open up your questions. Open up your positive questions. Here's some questions that if you want to write these down and read over these during the day, these are from accessconsciousness.com. Um, but in any situation, ask yourself, what is this? What do I do with it? Can I change it? If so, how can I change it? And a big one of a lot of things that come up like that is to ask, who does this belong to? So many of our habits, so many of our belief systems do not even belong to us. They belong to society. They belong to our parents and their parents and their parents before. They belong to our education systems. They belong to so many other outside forces. So a huge question in any situation that you're going through and anything that you're talking about is who does this belong to? Is it even mine? If we ever stopped and look at the baggage of our life that we carry and really actually started sifting through it, there would be so much in there that doesn't even belong to us. And maybe we're the ones called to drop that for, our, for generations to come. 
Maybe our big purpose here is to be change makers in our generational line so that the ones that come after us experience something different. It's possible. It's very, very possible. Each and every one of us are purpose. Now, whatever that is for you, if you open up to receive it, because it may not look like what you think, if you open up to receive it, I promise you, you're going to be amazed. I promise you. And I don't make promises at all, all that often. I can't back up. But I know that I'm living here in a space that was not even fathomable to me for the majority of my life. And, 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 it, and it would take me too long to actually sort out all of those spaces in my life that I'm living now. That for the longest time, I just believe were not possible for me. How many of those time, how many things in your life have you said that to? I want to be rich, but it's not possible to me. Stop that. Stop that. I want to, I want to beat this addiction, but I don't know if it's possible for me. Everything is possible for you. It doesn't come to you if it's not meant for you. I promise you that everything that comes to you is possible for you. But you've got to work on the person within you that believes that it's possible. You wouldn't look at a brand new child with their eyes wide open and the world so big and exciting to them and just shut them down if they said they wanted to do something or be something. So don't do that to yourself. And it raises your state of being. It does all of that when you let yourself dream. So let yourself dream. Ask bigger questions. You're bigger than you realize. And you have so much power. And consciousness and awareness is you discovering and taking hold of your power. I promise you that there's man. I, my cousin Hunter, I've been thinking of you so much lately. I'm not surprised that you are here. Yes. One thing is absolutely definite. Not everything that enters our ears penetrates our consciousness. Wait a second. I pushed the button there. Why can't I see it? I can't see it. Anyway, anything too far out of tune with our attitude is lost, either in the ears themselves or somewhere beyond, but it is lost. One of my favorite quotes from, I'm not going to try to say that, and it taught me to, ah, I can't see the rest of the comment. Anyway, I'm so proud of you, man. I'm so proud of you. We know what we're doing here, don't we, buddy? We know what we're doing here, and that's amazing. Yeah, it is true, man. If you're watching the news 24-7, turn that smack off, would you please? Just would you please? We are limited to what we can create by what we fill ourselves with. And it's a lot of noise. And right now, I believe that this time and this shift and this consciousness of the world and, and all of humanity, we need more quiet time. We need more time for reflection. We need to turn some things off and just sit with ourselves and try to really, really connect with that internal being within us that, that knows what we're here for, that is working with us and not against us to move in the directions that life is calling us to move in. And so in our country, 
we have this issue where there's so much we're trying to control so many people and we're not really noticing their own divinity and what they can be here to give us. You know, each person is a blessing to us, whether they're negative or positive. Each person is a blessing to us in some way, shape or form. And it's up to us to discover that gift. There's a gift within everything. Everything. And it doesn't mean that you have to know it in the moment. But as you move on and keep moving forward and healing through things and starting to become more aware and starting to care more about yourself and taking time for you, you're going to start to really understand that you have got the greatest ally that is living within you. And that you can take the control over the programming of that being and your thought processes and how you move through things. All of, I think all of you know that I have been working from the inside out on quitting smoking this year. Now, some days I don't smoke as many cigarettes. Some days I smoke double those. But what I'm trying to do within myself is become aware of what it is I want to create for myself. See, in my creation, in my imagination, I don't want to smoke. But my mind tells me, oh, but it's going to be so hard. And why? Why is it going to be so hard? Because that's what people have said. That's what I've watched other people go through. That's what I'm telling myself. So I'm just working on telling myself that it is going to be easy for me to quit. That just like with alcohol, I'm going to wake up one day and I'm not going to be able to take it anymore. And it's just going to be done. And that's what I'm believing is going to happen. But I've got years of momentum going with how hard it's going to be. So I'm telling myself a new story. And the more I tell myself that story, the more I come to believe that, the more I know, without a doubt, that's how it will show up for me. So mm, this has been fun. This has been really fun. Oh, that's, that's cool, Joe. That's a great, that's a great strategy of that. See, other people are quitting smoking as well, man. I mean, like there's a real, there's a real need. Like we're all being called to really take our health more seriously. It's like we're, it's like on a, on a global human scale, like we are being called into action in different ways. We're, we're being called away from the sideshows and we're, we're taking our power back in realizing that there are so many ways that what we thought was true is no longer true, or maybe it never was. You know, I choose to believe that, that things weren't started in a negative manner, that a lot of the things that are affecting us negatively now in society as a, as a consumer society were things that started out as ways to help. And now it's just time for us to phase into something different. There doesn't have to be this big blow up or this argument or this divorce from these things to to create change. That's just what we've been programmed to believe change is change when the suffering gets too bad. But as conscious beings and conscious creators, we know that we can change things before they get bad. We can thank whatever that is for all the ways it served us before, and we can let it come full circle and just move on. We don't have to sever and separate, you know, all the things. And what we're watching right now 
is is all of this you know these these power plays that are very controlling and trying to keep it limited and people human beings are in a space where they're starting to discover who they truly are as divine beings we hold massive amounts of power that have been stifled within us for a very long time and people are coming becoming aware of their own consciousness they're becoming aware of their own abilities to take the constraints off. You know, we, we slave ourselves to our habits. We slave ourselves to our ideas and ideologies. We slave ourselves to things with limits. And I am being called to shed these limits and be who we truly are in the world. Not our identity, not our, not our mental identity but our true authenticity, which lives way deeper than that. Right now in our society, you're almost forced to identify as something so that we can all understand. And that's really hard for people to let go of. Like, I get it for people to go of. But we're missing an experience of another human being if we decide that their identity doesn't go along with what's comfortable for us or vice versa. See, we have a huge, oh, I probably shouldn't even get into this. I don't even know why I'm doing this. Um, we have a huge, our biggest plaguing, uh, oh gosh, uh, our biggest plaguing idea or, or form of, of hurt in our society is shame. It's shame. It's it's identity and it's shame. And we want to always do something about something right now versus relaxing, like what we've talked about in this, this message, like just relaxing and allowing things to unfold naturally. You know, a lot of times we have a symptom, we want to run to the doctor. I want the doctor to give me a pill, let me fix it. And yet, there is no pill that cures anything. There's nothing that cures anything. It's only this, this, this chain that sometimes seems longer, but it's always chained to this one thing. Now, I'm not, trust me, I'm not saying that's bad. You know, I take medications, whatever. I'm just saying this is the way that currently our fear is causing us to work and identify yourself. This is what you can do and this is what you can't do. And then shame the shit out of you if it doesn't match what's comfortable for me. And we all do that. There is not a side that is right or wrong. We all do that. And I think we're being called to look at that. I think we're being called to relax our control of other human beings and control over ourselves and situations and learn how to relax into life. I love the access mantra. All life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. All life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. All life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. That's what I want, folks. That's what I want. I want to live a life that is more at ease. I want to live a life with less overwhelm. I want to live a life where I'm not trying to control the things or the people in my world, but I'm experiencing who they are. 
And I'm not trying to change them to be who I need them to be for me to feel comfortable. I want to experience who they are. That's what we're missing in our relationships. That's what we're missing in our lives. That's why we're so disconnected because we're not willing to experience the authenticity of that other human being or those human beings of our children. They come to us each with their own personalities. They're each, each their own ways of being. And as, as parents, we get to watch that unfold, but we are so used to, you know, going ahead and getting the cage around that, that we start saying in the womb, is this a girl or a boy? And then those perimeters start to be built around who this person is. And for me, I know in my own life, I regret not noticing or really getting to know who my son was as a human being, as a being. I started trying to mold and shape him from very unaware, selfish places from within me. And in all that control, I didn't allow him to grow. Absolutely, it does, man. It does, Joe. I got to get with her. It's coming up. I got to get with her. But it's so true, man. Like, <sighs> what a world it would be if we let each other be. If we let each other be. And we enjoyed that and we let ourselves be and we took the pressure off ourselves. If we got to do this by this time or we got to have this much recovery time or we got to get to this place to feel whole or we got to be. No. What if we just relax into life, man? And that's what I'm inviting you to do tonight. All right. I hope you found some something here that resonates with your soul. If you do, please do the things, the like, the share, the subscribe, share the video if you feel led. You know, we've got YouTube, Facebook, all those places. On Instagram, you can follow uh, Recovery Soul Food at recovery underscore soul food. It's not showing on my end, so I don't know if there's anything running across y'all's screen, but it's definitely not showing on my end. Um, anyway, at Recovery Soul Food on TikTok and Instagram is at Recovery underscore Soul Food, all lowercase. If you also find value, oh, I can see that one. If you find value in the content and want to help us grow and, and become a monthly supporter, you can do that at anchor.fm forward slash Recovery Soul Food. You can click the... Um, I don't know what it's called. Support. Support button. You can click the support button and choose a, a package that uh, works for you. And if you if you want to, this is not the part that I'm really, really good at, but I've been advised that this is a part that I need to have in here. And that's part of my work that I'm doing for myself and my own self-worth. So if you also want to hit, hit us up and give a donation on Venmo, it's uh, Venmo at Recovery Soul Food. Pretty easy to sign find my logos there. But anyway, man, I just thank you if you've made it this far. I thank you if you watched one minute of this video. I thank you if you watched three, 30 seconds. Man, I just thank you for being here. Thanks for all of my friends showing up and my family. I, I love y'all so much. Everything that, uh, all, all, the, all the things, all the things that I do, I really do to become better for my family and for myself.
and I'm grateful to be here. Grateful to be here with y'all. Thank y'all so much. Anybody that watches this on the replay, thank you too, man. I love you guys. Have an amazing, amazing week. What are the possibilities now, man? What else is possible now? If you want to look more into Access Consciousness, you can go to accessconsciousness.com. I became bar certified last week. I'm super excited about this, man. I've been waiting for something like this um, for a while, and it's just really, really sewing into me now. So I hope I can lend that to you as well. Um, so I love you guys so much. Have an amazing, amazing week. I will talk to you all next week. I love you. Bye. Ah, nothing's working. Maybe.